0: Made in the image of God, Genesis 127 says that the Lord made male and female, made in God's image. And you know what? One of the core foundations of the Christian worldview is our view of the human race. Because human beings are made in the image of God, every human being has worth and value and dignity. Because God made us, Jesus died for us, human beings are are sacred And valuable to the Lord. Hi, Alex McFarland. Welcome back to the American Family Radio Network. Uh, As you know, if you've been listening for the last few days, we're coming to you live from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. And this is kind of an annual gathering of ministers and ministries and organizations that are doing wonderful works throughout North America and the world. And we've got a very special guest, Mary Baden is with us here in just a moment. I'll bring her up. The, uh, a ministry, uh, Dance Awareness, No Child Exploited. And uh, we'll talk about, uh, in, in the, the subject of human life being sacred, certainly precious lives of children and young people. And you remember, Jesus said if somebody would harm A child, it would be better that a millstone be tied around their neck and they be thrown into the depths of the sea. So our heart is always heavy when we hear of children being abused and exploited. And yesterday we had a very wonderful guest uh, from uh, Lantern Ministries talking about rescuing children. Mm-hmm. out of some heinously unspeakable situations but uh mary Bodden, uh i believe you're from california i am yeah. and uh well w- welcome to the american family radio media Suite. Mm-hmm. and uh have Thank you been you. have you been to nrb before yeah, yeah. okay yeah so this is a uh, it- it's exciting isn't it with all these people in ministries here and in interaction and uh kind of uh people networking for the sake of the gospel. That's
1: right. Right. And in my case particularly to lift up protecting children.
0: Yes, that's near and dear to all of our hearts. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the the dance awareness no child exploited movement. But first you tell us about yourself. Where are you from and uh, how did you come to know the Lord?
1: Well, I'm from California, but uh Growing up, I moved six times in my first 12 years. Mm -hmm. My dad was an engineer, so we went all over the the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, we landed in California, and so I've been here since I've been 12 years old. Um, And uh, I really had a restlessness as a young lady, uh, about 12, 13, to know God deeper. I went to church, but I didn't feel... Like I was connected, and so I received Christ at fifteen with uh, an invitation from a Billy Graham movie.
0: Really? And, uh, yeah. So, uh, let me ask, which movie do you recall? You know, I don't.
1: Uh, I went with my youth group. I was the only one that went forward, and uh, even though I didn't have follow up, my my inside out changed. And I know that's because the Holy Spirit resides there. And that led me to a journey through adulthood to begin to read the Bible all the time. I couldn't get enough of it. And it just changed my view, my perspective. Uh, It led me to love Jesus, of course, but led me to love other people
0: deeply. Do you know, I meet people in all of my travels, uh, every now and then I'll meet people who were reached for Christ through a Billy Graham movie. Yeah. Um, have you? Do you know Erwin Lutzer, the great uh, pastor of Moody Church, great author, Dr. Erwin Lutzer? Does that mean
1: uh, that particular name? I don't know, a- but I I've read a lot and know about Moody.
0: I was talking to Erwin uh, Lutzer the other day, and many listeners will know him. He's a, just a wonderful Bible teacher and on the radio. but he came to the Lord as as a young man in a Billy Graham movie too. Is that right? Yes, and so that. Makes me smile because I, I love to hear the, the ripple effect of yeah. different ministries, and so you're a product of Billy Graham as well.
1: Yeah, and actually, I started studying with Precepts and K. Arthur.
0: Oh, yes, we, so she's we know She's wonderful, Kay, wonderful. And, and her son David as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, career wise, now have you always been in ministry, or what was your career path?
1: I, I uh, was teaching high school and mm-hmm. college and uh, my background is in dance i have a degree in modern dance highly trained in ballet and then i have a master's in worship and i led a dance ministry at my church over 20 years and wrote a book on christian dance ministry Mm -hmm. uh, because i love dance and it's god's idea in him we live and move and have our being yes and i really think the culmination of that verse is worship, and worship with that integration is really dance. So God had a great idea about wiring us for healthy
0: dance. I I love the fact that uh, from the church came the arts. Uh, yeah, and, it's
1: God's idea.
0: Well, and before we go there, I got to ask you something. And go so for it. You're, this is only the second time in my life I've ever met a a real sure enough ballet dancer. Okay. So, okay. When you're up on the tippy toes, yeah. How much does it hurt? That's it got. Hurt. To, it's hurt for real.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I. I I started in classical ballet, went up very high, had toe shoes, but my degree is in modern dance, right. which means you work in bare feet.
2: Okay. And now one I'm of the, with you there. Yeah, one of the
1: reasons I went into modern, there's many uh, more creative opportunity in modern dance, but point work, which I did all the time, uh, leaves your feet hurting.
0: Yeah, really? really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've always wondered, what's the origin of that? I wonder who, you know, we're walking along and somebody says, you know what would be really great? Let's walk on our toes. That That's the ticket. Yeah.
1: Well, it, it uh, ballet had its uh, origination in France. Did it? With uh, King Louis. Okay. And um, I think... Uh, You know, it was part of the court and trying to get higher. And who knows how it all evolved, but it did. And uh, it can be
0: very beautiful.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: Oh, yeah. You you know, um, in the Greek, uh, the word uh, kinesiology or kinesis is the the Greek word for movement. Yeah. And the, the fluid movements of the human body in dance, it does give glory to God, doesn't it? It
1: really does. And it's... We need to celebrate the body, yeah. actually, uh, not only in worship, but the fact that you can wake up and have a cup of coffee. You know, if you really reflect and think what it takes to hold a cup of coffee, put it to your mouth, swallow, you know, the body is just a marvel. And it we don't is. think about it. We, we just take it for granted.
0: We, we really do. You know, C.S. Lewis. Uh, the great Christian apologist. Uh, yeah. He lived 1898 to 1963. But Lewis would talk about the things that we think are just mundane, yeah. ordinary things are really a miracle.
1: They are a miracle. And and to give thanks for the fact that we can move, they, we can walk.
0: We're ambulatory. Yeah. It, it is a blessing to wake up. And uh, like you say, drink a cup of coffee, but uh, I love music. And, oh. and by the way, folks, um, you know, when we talk about the arts, whether it's uh, literature, or, or drama, or dance, and of course music, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. It's healing. It, it is, and it, it was created. The arts were entrusted to us for the lifting of the human spirit, but even more importantly, for the glory of God.
1: That's right. And you know, if you really reflect and think on it, Jesus used the arts uh, to tell stories about rocks and mm-hmm. light. And bread and um, water uh, so, uh,
0: why why have we let the world and even Satan uh, control the arts?
1: you know i um I think Satan does control the arts uh, the arts usually reflect the culture that we're in, but why we haven't redeemed them in the church, I really am puzzled by because we should be the owners of all the forms of the arts, and celebrate them.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And uh, for some reason, we get afraid, especially, I think, of the body. People Mm -hmm. get afraid.
0: And and of course, when we're talking about celebrating the body, we don't mean in any sensual or immoral way. No, of course not. Of course not, Uh, in in a wholesome, God-honoring way. Absolutely. But
1: um, to discount or not think about how glorious it is, to even be able to sing, Think yeah. of the voice
0: and uh, and let me say, as a, a youth pastor of eleven years and then on the road talking to teens for twenty four years, one of the ways to reach young people uh hey, you want to reach young people there's There's a couple of avenues: sports is one, mm-hmm. but the arts Are, Be- yeah. because children, toddlers, children, teens, they're instinctively creative, aren't they? and they
1: instinctively move oh yeah. So if we're talking about the arts, I mean, children, little people, you put music on and they begin to move, which is dance.
0: (laughs) Now, I I want to talk about danceawareness.com. And folks, let me just say this. Uh, Church people out there, you're probably thinking, oh, dance, wait just a minute here. Look, we're talking about the art. Listen, the church, drama and theater came out of the church, Uh, literacy, the arts, yes, the Betterment of the Human Condition, but I, I've said this for years before, Mary, you and I ever met. You and I have only known each other 10 minutes, <laughs> but um, I've always said that the church must redeem the arts. I want to recommend a book by Nancy Piercy. I read it. Saving Leonardo. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I read all her books. Great Christian thinker, yes. highly influential in the life of Chuck Colson. Chuck was yeah. a personal friend. Chuck uh, Charles Colson spoke at our conferences and he he always would encourage me. He said, "You need to read and follow the works of Nancy Piercy. She's excellent. She really is." Yeah. Um, how can churches begin to um, start programs uh, for theater and music and dance and the arts, and by by that glorifying God, but reaching people, especially young people? Can can any local church involve themselves in? the arts from a christian perspective
1: of course they can you know we always have to go to the origin of the arts and if we understand that god through jesus Mm -hmm. and the holy spirit are the creators uh, the starters of the arts then of course we can use them we just have to align ourselves with god's way of doing things Mm -hmm. and then beautiful things Happen, healing things happen, and people are drawn to know this Jesus that mm-hmm. we're celebrating from the inside out.
0: Mm-hmm. Psalm nineteen, I love Psalm nineteen. It says the heavens and earth declare, declare the, the glory, glory of, of God. God. Well, I, I've seen musicians. All right, uh, I'm a guitar player, and there there are several musicians that have hugely influenced my life that you'd never know it, but they said that they. They were world-class because they wanted to glorify God.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And it does draw people in when you engage the heart. You know, sometimes we Christians uh, compartmentalize our faith and we engage with our minds. I love that. I engage with my mind. I'm a Bible study teacher. Amen. But I think that we have to engage the heart Mm -hmm. and the body. So Mm -hmm. there you go. That's my pitch for dance. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) And,
0: and, And... draw people but let's talk about young people for a minute that young people are like I said instinctively creative Mm -hmm. but also I think we need to encourage creativity we need to encourage excellence right to do it to the best of our ability but let's give young people a context the church the biblical worldview so that they don't have to go out to the world to satisfy their creative drives.
1: I I really agree with what you're saying. And if we look at the arts, particularly right now, dance is the in-art for young people. And uh, some of the listeners out there may not be aware of that, but um, media icons set the tone for young people. They see what they're doing, and then they imitate it. Brain research calls this mirror neurons. Mm-hmm. And so um, more than any other art form right now, I think young people are drawn in through dance. So the church has a really wide open door to promote healthy dance with worship.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we're talking with Mary Baden and her website is danceawareness.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about wholesome to hypersexualize the dangerous trend in children's dance, and helping to rescue uh, kids from some of the real pathologies—body dysmorphia, eating disorders, promiscuity, things like that—that that are just so detrimental to people of any age, especially children. Stay tuned. This is the American Family Radio Network coming to you live from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. Uh, Mary, can you stay with us? Sure. And you might have a question for our guest, uh, whether it's about starting an arts program in your church or the great work of danceawareness.com, the number, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. The American Family Radio Network is back after this. Stay tuned. Got it.
4: Judy Goodell and her husband set up a charitable gift annuity through the AFA Foundation.
2: What we love about it is that it represents stewardship principles that we feel strongly about. So we got very, very excited about this opportunity.
4: With a charitable gift annuity through the AFA Foundation, an AFA supporter can guarantee a permanent monthly income, as well as supporting the American Family Association for years to come.
1: We do feel convicted about really praying about all that God has really blessed us with. And so many people we know just want to leave it all
2: to their kids. And we know the danger of that. And so... We just are really just trying to pray through it, and God gave us
1: great confirmation as we prayed
4: that this would be a good use of the Lord's money. Find out if a charitable gift annuity is right for you at 800-326-4543, extension 345, or email foundation at
5: afa.net. God can use persecution to strengthen the church and individuals within
3: it. Persecution is granted to us. Don't miss this. What an honor to be chosen to follow in the footsteps of Christ, to die like the thief beside him, so that men enslaved to sin can see the gospel written in our flesh and believe. Gain more
5: perspective on persecution with Jordan Shambly's article, The Victorious Persecuted Church, in the Fall 21 issue of Engage Magazine, or visit engagemagazine.net.
6: So, Hannah, she's just one of the women who did
2: struggle with infertility in the Bible. Hannah's Heart with Ann Cockrell and Kendra White. Hannah took her pain to God, and God heard her and was with her. Hannah's Heart helps couples process infertility and miscarriage through a biblical lens. Join us Saturday afternoon at 5 Central on American Family Radio. Find the podcast at AFR.net.
7: The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management.
2: My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of
4: income. It
7: was not a good situation. I couldn't
1: my bills. The interest on the cards was really
2: high.
7: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813.
2: I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief.
7: They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy to manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
1: I've been able to pay off
2: close to $15,000. dollars doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're
6: We're debt free free for keeps.
7: Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813.
0: Psalm 19 says, The heavens and earth bear witness to the glory of God day unto day, utter a speech night unto night, shows forth knowledge. What an honor to know the Lord and to intentionally live our lives so that we give honor and glory to our Creator and Savior, Alex McFarland. Here you're listening to the American Family Radio Network, and we're just having a wonderful conversation with Mary Bauden of Dance Awareness No Child Exploited. Now, Mary, I want to get uh, continue our conversation, but we've got a caller. By the way, the number is triple eight five eight nine eighty eight forty. We're going to go to Iowa, uh, Barb in Iowa. Thanks for holding, and welcome to the American Family Radio Network.
2: Thank you, and good morning.
0: Good morning, oh, good. my friend.
2: When you, when you, when you
0: mention Barb, I think... Start over. Uh, you broke up for a second. Barb? Oh, golly. I, we might have dropped you. Barb, if you're listening, please call back. Uh, apparently, your call dropped. By the way, 888 uh, we 're talking about the arts um, mary um, i don 't want to leave our conversation on the arts, but first, I, I do want you to give a little synopsis of what is this ministry of dot com
1: well there 's been a cultural shift from healthy age appropriate children 's dance to harmful hypersexualized children 's dance in adult costumes, choreography, and music at younger and younger ages. Mm -hmm. So instead of children enjoying the integration of mind, body, and spirit, and having wonderful outcomes, uh, the research says a child that takes dance just uh, has increased confidence, creativity, uh, good kinds of risk-taking.
0: Exercise.
1: Exercise, (laughs) cognitive development, academic performance social maturity and more so the research is also is all there for that but when we take a child and we expose them to adult sexualized materials the opposite is true Uh, the apa came out with a, a definition of of what sexualizes a child. They say that a child is sexualized when they're valued only for their sexual appeal Mm -hmm. or behavior, when their physical attractiveness is equated with being sexy, when they're made into an object or sexuality is inappropriately imposed on them. Mm. And that's what's been happening in our culture. And it's not so much dance. I know that sounds strange. It has to do with the internet the media and the pornography industry Mm, and they have distorted the art of dance so i speak to parents and caring adults so that they have informed choices and they know the differences between healthy and harmful dance rather than not being aware of that and then making the mistake of not making sure they're choosing a dance studio that has healthy dance Mm -hmm. and also the research shows that if a child is exposed to hypersexualized dance, just on media, and we all know that kids have phones, they watch TV, they have harmful outcomes as
0: well. And mom and dad, you—we've talked about this a number of times on the on the network. But uh, a stewardship issue, uh, are your children are a, a, an issue of stewardship? But you need to know what they're seeing online, and this unrestricted, you know, smartphone
3: or internet with no
0: restriction. very dangerous. I think we've got Barb back from Iowa. Barb, thank you for your diligence in calling back. I hope we don't (laughs) drop you this time. Welcome, Barb.
3: Hi. Thank you.
2: Thank you. You know, I'm not talking about dance, so I apologize. But when you talked earlier about just what it takes for our bodies to be able to pick up a cup of coffee and drink it and how many things are engaged at that and how the Lord has made us, um, until you've lost that, you really don't realize how amazing it is. You're I, right. Last fall was diagnosed with something, but as it was progressing, I, I have an, a water bottle, it's 26 ounces. I couldn't lift it. I mm. couldn't. I have a little wallet that I carry, and then my daughter and I would go to the mall. I couldn't carry it. I had to hang it on the stroller. I couldn't raise my arms to hmm. push the stroller because I was so, if you never really grasped yeah. Un- unexplainable exhaustion and until you've experienced it, you've no idea what it really means. And so when all of this was happening in in my body and now and I, I clean houses for a living. Mm. Um I That's would get up in the morning and I would go out and let my dogs out and I would literally have to sit down for fifteen minutes to find some energy. Well now that thing the Lord has healed me. It's miraculous, amazing. And Amen. every time Amen. I would bend down to Wipe the bottoms of a cabinet and I can stand back up and keep going. I just thank the Lord because it's like I know what it takes for my body to do this very small feat that people do all of the time. But when it's taken from you, and you, so we need to really, really remember to thank the Lord for every little thing that we can do, amen, because it's incredible. So, uh,
0: Barb, That's God right. bless you. I've got to say this, Barb, what you're saying is convicting Mm -hmm. because the ability to be mobile and be up and about and to, you know, have motor skills and muscles, uh, we take it for granted, uh, don't we, Mary? We
1: sure do, and the body is amazing, just
0: amazing. It really is. Barb, God bless you. Thank you so much for that uh, well-chosen word, sister, and may God bless you and give you complete health and strength in all things. Uh, we're going to go to Joel in Tennessee. Joel, uh, welcome to the American Family Radio Network and our very special guest, Mary Baden. Welcome, Joel.
4: Hey, Pastor McFarland. Um, good morning, and I just want to appreciate all you do. I uh, enjoy listening to you and Bert out here in Memphis, so appreciate oh, you Oh, thank
0: you. Thank, uh, Joel, you know that's a Bible name. It is <laughs> <laughs> it is, a, but I'm only a minor prophet <laughs> uh, well, God bless well, you're a major caller, and we're glad to have you, uh, well, thank you. what thank you what's the thought Joel
4: yeah yeah, so Alex uh, actually my question is for for miss Bowden um, I have a daughter uh, she's about to turn twelve she's been in um, competitive dance yeah. for about three years now, and the studio she goes to the uh, the owner um, she she says she's a christian she 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 prays before you know the girls start you know the routines and uh, so i'm not i'm not questioning that but um i i was at or i've seen some some competitions um even at the national level um where some of the girls at some of the other studios will do routines to to christian artists and 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 that that's awesome um i think my daughter would would probably like to do that um it, but some of the song choices, um, I don't exactly. Not trying to make any waves, but I don't really. They don't resonate with me, if you will. Okay, yeah. and I know there's some wonderful Christian artists out there, and, and I would like to approach her about hey, why don't why don't you consider using some Christian music um, into the into the choreography and and the dance routines instead of instead of almost purely secular, um, and I really don't know how to do that with without upsetting her. She's been a studio owner for. For quite some years, um, and so uh, Ms. Bowden, how would I approach um, this 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 woman? Uh, very nice, um, you know, great family. I don't I don't have any issues um, with with her, but I think that, that maybe her studio could could be used as a tool or, or even an outreach through, through dance, right. and I'm not even sure how to, how to approach
0: that, if you know what I'm saying. No thanks. Mayor. what do you say?
1: Uh, well, that's a great question, and you're raising an issue that's facing a lot of adults in this culture. First of all, uh, competitive dance competition often showcases hypersexualized material. Uh, so I would be on guard to watch that and to protect your child uh, from being exposed to that. In normalizing it because uh, adult sexual material is not age-appropriate for children. So that's number one. I'm concerned about some of these competitive competitions. Uh, that's not to say all studios do that, but your child will probably be exposed uh, to inappropriate material. The second part of how I would answer that with the solution is to go into dad's awareness.com to resources there's a free ebook it's only 15 pages Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, what's the new trend in children's dance how to choose a healthy dance studio how to avoid a harmful dance studio and the last part of it is how to approach a dance studio owner Mm -hmm. and educate them uh, about this new trend of hypersexualization that can raise the issue in appropriate ways, and it will give you the tools to start the discussion. Mm-hmm. I always say, as we approach adults about this issue, I try to be respectful and kind, so that they hear me. If you polarize and you shame, uh, which it sounds like you're not that kind of guy, um, you know they they just tend to not hear you. So I always approach people respectfully and share the information. And I don't get discouraged if they don't come into understanding about this issue right away. I try a few months later. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have some trailers and some video resource resources, when I say trailers, video trailers, mm-hmm. uh, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, that lay the issue all out so you don't have to do it um in terms of hypersexualization now she's a christian i would just of course pray about it and then um you know step up to the plate and and have the courage i just exhort you to have the courage to raise the issue and ask her if uh, some of the songs that she's considering for choreography uh, could be Christian. That's what I understand part of your question was. And
0: Mary, let me interject this. Uh, you, earlier in the program, you mentioned that we compartmentalize sometimes. Yeah. And, and I found that even churches do that. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, they might be preaching the gospel, but they make music choices in their youth ministry that are very ungodly yeah. sometimes. So we need a unified biblical worldview, and that includes our music choices and our behavioral decisions.
1: That's Right. That's that integration of mind, body, and spirit. Amen. And so um, we need that as adults, as we work with our kids. I also think you could talk to your daughter and show her. Go to the trailer section of resources under videos. Show her uh, one of them or all three of them. That will start a conversation uh, that you can have with your daughter and say, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. What do you think of our culture and the choices of music and the exposure to things that really aren't age appropriate? Mm -hmm. Now, she's receptive to that. You can share the brain research. I don't have time to do all that in this discussion, but uh, there are psychological abusive outcomes from hypersexual sexualized material as well as the brain research and so to put her in the comfort of a christian song in a healthy dance atmosphere is the best thing you can do for her as a parent and she needs your voice if you're concerned to speak out to the dance studio owner but also to speak to her
0: well, we're going to have to move on. Joel, thank you for that great call, and Mary, thank you for that uh, very insightful answer. We're going to go to Virginia. John in Virginia, uh, you're listening to the American Family Radio Network, our conversation with Mary Bauden of danceawareness.com. But John in Virginia, welcome to the program.
7: Alex, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Good to have you.
7: Great, great. I really appreciate your ministry, and Mary, this is a a, a great topic. I am uh, 60-something-year-old man. And I I'd see with dance, uh, when I was growing up, I I'd think it was kind of feminized a lot. And uh, we, uh, you know, uh, it just uh, seemed like we went sort of extremes. Uh, uh, and I I'd see some changes in our culture, which I think may be positive in terms of maybe more men involved in in dance, um, mm-hmm. but I I really love the example of King David in the in the Bible. I mean, yeah. a warrior, a man uh, after God's heart, a, a leader, but a guy who wasn't afraid to get up and and uh, you know uh, dance in front of the, the Lord. Not, not not everybody you know uh, applauded him, but um, uh, your your thoughts on maybe cultural shifts and. Um, Uh, You know, maybe the arts, particularly dance, not being so uh, uh, sort of feminized. I mean, that may just be me or my generation, but uh, any any kind of thoughts there?
1: Well, I do think you're correct in um, your understanding that more men are being brought into the field of dance and enjoying it in this culture. The challenge for us as Christians is it has to be healthy dance, not harmful dance. And much of it for young people, men and women, boys and girls, is sexualized. And uh, so instead of celebrating the goodness of God, we are being manipulated and abused and have distorted dance leading us into negative outcomes.
0: And, and by the way, let me just say this, and, and John, thank you for that call and those sentiments. We're going to get to Devin in just a second. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we've got a break coming up, and Devin in Texas, please hold, and all the others calling in. By the way, if you have a question, 888 We're talking about uh, the arts in church. We're talking about dance in church. Yes, dance, to glorify God and to reach people. But you know what? Uh, so Devin, don't go away. We're going to get to you right after this brief break. But Mary, I was thinking about this. Uh, a big concern among parents is that kids are very sedentary. Mm-hmm. Kids are not active right. and, and many are overweight. Great exercise, a great way to, because there's a connection between cognitive development You're right. and physical activity. You're right. So folks, the American Family Radio Network Ministering to the whole church, the whole body of Christ—not only the intellectual content of a biblical worldview, uh, cultural, political engagement—but the arts to glorify God and engage people, and to just bring joy. You know, there's a there, music, dance, theater. There is a joy in that, isn't there? Absolutely. Stay tuned, folks. Brief break, and we're going to come back live from the American Family Radio Network's studio at National Religious Broadcasters to so many guests we've got an incredible day of broadcasting and more of our conversation with Mary Bowden of danceawareness.com, Devin from Texas and all the others we'll get to you when we come back after this brief break. Don't go away. <music>
5: Can we trust the Bible? He says, we saw this. And that sets
7: the Bible apart from almost everything else in the ancient world and its religious pantheon of gods and goddesses.
5: The God Who Speaks, the important documentary from the American Family Association, is now available to watch for free on AFA's brand new streaming platform. Go to org to watch this award-winning film today. The thegodwhospeaks.org
4: how do we change a nation one heart at a time the ministry of Preborn not only shares heartbeats but shares hearts by loving women in crisis and leading them to christ when this mother came to a pre-born center she was scared and not sure she could afford another child
8: it was just a scary time for us having my daughter how that would impact our lives When I came here, it was just so amazing to come to an environment where someone would actually pray for me and guide me through my battles that I was facing during that time.
4: After receiving love, support, and the gospel of Christ, this mom chose life for her daughter. You can be a part of rescuing lives and changing hearts for Christ. For $140, sponsor five ultrasounds, and you'll receive a story and pictures of babies' lives that were spared. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Or go to preborn.com. Your gift is tax
7: deductible.
5: Here's some great news. If you miss the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or if like a lot of people, you just have a plan you're not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MetaShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing program. There are more than 400,000 members now And they love it. In fact, MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to that of health insurance. And MediShare really is the gold standard when it comes to healthcare sharing. It's been around more than 25 years. Members have shared more than $4 billion of each other's medical bills. Plus, MediShare is for you. It has saved its members billions by advocating on their behalf. Best of all, the typical savings for a family is around $6,000 a year. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. MediShare has a 98% customer satisfaction rating, and you are invited to be part of it. Call now. 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE. 833-44-BIBLE.
0: Oh, come, let us glorify his name together. Let us come before the Lord and honor his name. Welcome back to the American Family Radio Network. Alex McFarland, and I do want to remind you that if you you recognize my voice, it's probably because of a show called Exploring the Word. That is heard every day live Monday through Friday. Bert Harper and myself. It's a Bible teaching show. And it's heard, uh, well, 4 to 5 East Coast time, 3 to 4 Central time, and so forth across America. And by the way, all of the programming, what you're hearing right now, and exploring the Word, and uh, airing the Addisons, and today's issues, all of the great AFR programming, you can listen to at the website afr.net. Uh, there's also a station map. I would encourage you to go on. look There's a tab, uh, Station Finder. You can find the stations wherever you might be in the USA, but also the mobile devices. For all uh, you know, cell phones and mobile devices, you can download the AFR app, and you can listen to streaming content. And it's all designed to proclaim the gospel, salvation, but also to equip and encourage and edify you and get you just primed and ready to thrive as a Christian in this culture. And I'm so glad, Mary, I want to thank you, and we're going to go back to the calls, but you are wonderfully speaking to an issue that we just don't talk about enough, and that that is the arts in the church. And I've got a number of questions, but I want to get to uh, Devin in Texas. Devon, thank you for holding. By the way, folks, the number, triple eight five eight nine eighty eight forty. But Devin in Texas, welcome to our conversation with Mary Bauden.
8: Hey, good, uh, good, good morning. God bless you. Uh, good to talk to you again, Brother Alex. Uh, bless you. Just a quick comment, uh, I, I mentioned it to the, the Addisons the other day, but It's on a long topic. It's about the media and everything that we've been hearing and everything being sexualized. The music, you have to think it's about the music that are in the the, the TV shows and the cartoons our children are watching. Mm -hmm. I had to start screening more of what my daughter, my four-year-old little girl, was watching because certain movies that you would think were innocent and, you know, age-appropriate, you find that there's sexually explicit content on them and ways that they're dancing, even the music they're singing, the relationships that they're having and the cartoons and stuff. That, and, it, and, it, and it brings me to a coincidental, you know, odd coincidence that they put these screens in front of us in, in our houses as televisions, and then now we have cell phones, and that's what everyone carries around. That's what our kids watch. And through, when you turn on these screens, it takes you to a guide, and when you turn to this guide, you can go through different channels. These different channels give you different sources of programming, whether good programming or bad programming. So we have to watch the type of programming that our kids are getting because the devil is trying to impl- you know, implant evil spirits into our kids at, at young ages so that as they get older and things are more normalized, they become more accustomed and adapt to go
0: towards those things. So, Devin, you're right. Adapt- let, let me interject this. We, we have to use discernment in our entertainment choices for our family, don't we, Mary?
1: Absolutely. I call it informed choice. And you know, adults have to do that in many, many areas of their life. We wake up, we decide what we want for breakfast. We decide if we need to get gas in our car. We decide what groceries we're going to buy. On and on and on, the day is filled with choice. So we need to make informed choices in all areas. But uh, I have the reference point to focus on dance Mm -hmm. and uh, healthy dance is great harmful dance is not
0: before we go any farther and by the way i I see we have calls waiting We'll, we'll get to you hang on folks but could you give me a definition uh healthy dance versus unhealthy healthy entertainment versus unhealthy
1: yeah, I'd be happy to. And you know, a lot of people get overwhelmed by what's going on in our culture and they think, "Well, I'm not a dance person. I don't know how to do the plié or the battementendu, uh those dance terms. So how in the world can I discern, you know, what's harmful dance and what's healthy dance?" So I have a simplified definition. Now, our materials include uh, a more specific definition, but for your listeners, Healthy dance equals educational dance, and that has children that look like children. Mm. In age appropriate costumes, choreography, and music, usually accompanied by a great sense of joy. But in harmful dance, which equals hypersexualized dance or toxic mm. dance, children look like adults. In adult costumes, choreography, and music, usually accompanied by adult makeup and adult hairstyles Mm -hmm. so if you look at a child and they look like an adult a mini adult we're looking at harmful dance
0: and do you know what i would say this um i think there's an overlap between immorality and idolatry because uh scholars use the word transcendence for Mm -hmm. things that stir our soul and you know we experience so many things in life but our worship and, and the loyalty of our soul and our focus is to be on the Lord. And whenever, right. whenever we are obsessed with part of the creation rather than the creator, that's a kind of idolatry. I would say for a lot of people in the modern world, sex is yeah. an idol.
1: Well, sex is the center of our culture right now. Oh yeah, A researcher named Gail Dines calls it a pornified culture. Mm. And another researcher, Philip Adams, uses the term corporate pedophilia to um, explain what we're doing to children in this culture. Uh, the pornography industry through the media and the internet and the predators mm-hmm. that are using kids for the wrong reasons um, are, are making money. They're commodifying uh, these young people that we love so much
0: you know several years ago i uh, watched the grammy awards which i i never do but a friend in the music industry was a co-recipient of a grammy and i was going to watch this and it was on a sunday night it came on
1: i think we're i i saw
0: that and it opened up the opening you know music was given i mean the lord Gave the human race this wonderful gift called music for the for the glory of God. But the opening number on the Grammys, and this was, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, it was pornographic. Yeah. And this uh, musician, I hesitate to say the word artist, but was, was like doing pelvic thrusts on mm-hmm. the floor. I mean, it was, um, bump and grind wasn't even it. I mean, it was so far beyond that. And my wife said, w- w- we're not watching this. I said, I know. good for her. Yeah, but folks, uh, like always, Satan takes Mm -hmm. something God gave good and perverts it. Right. But um, Paul in Georgia, thank you for holding. Welcome to the American Family Radio Network, our conversation with Mary Bodden. Paul from Georgia, uh, you're on.
6: Yes. How are you doing today, Alex?
0: Good. Thank you for holding.
6: First off, I want to say thank God for AFR. I am a truck driver, and there's many places that i go that uh, i can usually find a station and help keep me awake sometimes at night
0: well i want to say before we uh, thank you for being a truck driver and serving our nation uh folks if you have things a trucker brought it and so paul god bless you thank you my friend
6: thank you sir i never thought that this would be a ministry uh I uh, started driving when I was 53 years old. I was a youth pastor for 32 years before that. Mm -hmm. Amen. uh, A man
0: after my own heart.
6: I have a comment on the previous caller, Joel. Okay. And uh, I just have a suggestion. What if his daughter, on her own, did a routine to Christian music and then presented that to her teacher to show, hey, there's more than just this secular stuff that we can dance to?
0: Mary, what do you say about that?
1: Well, I think that can be fine. I think uh, engaging the daughter on this issue is the most important thing. So it, it depends on Dad and and how God is leading him through the Spirit uh, and, and what to say and that idea. But I think that would be just great. You know, she was open to it. I don't know her age. I don't know she's mm-hmm. in rebellion mm-hmm. and would, you know, turn— turn away from that idea but if she was open i think that that'd does, be great does sound great like idea. a good
0: option paul very insightful and thank you for your support for afr and those those kind words you're you're very gracious my friend gonna go to mississippi buddy in mississippi buddy thanks for holding welcome to the program well thank you
3: sir and i've got my radio down i'd like to uh, talk a little bit about music i've been around since uh, uh, well, I listened to rock and roll, like most kids did, from fifty nineteen fifty three until it become decadent a few mm-hmm. years back, and I quit listening to that, and I, had, I was a radio worker for many mm-hmm. years, 18, and I uh, shall not say where, because the, the station has disappeared, and the owner died, and... Uh, there were only three of us to take care of it. And uh, of course, it, I didn't know anything about transmitters. Right, and, uh, okay. Except to, how to turn it on and turn it off. And uh, I I moved away when it uh, when it was sold by the owner's wife. And, right, uh, right. His two children and I, we carried it for a while. But uh, uh, we I've been in Hernando now about three years. I listen to AFR. I listen to gospel music. Totally, I go to church when I can. Right, The weather's right. nice. And,
0: yeah, uh, and and tell us I'm your in, question uh, for I'm Mary Bowden, the Barden, if you would.
3: County of DeSoto. Oh, okay. and Let you get in. Uh, yeah, yeah, say, buddy. I would I say, you say you, do you have a question for Mary? I'm do you have
0: Sorry? a question? Do you have a question yes. for Mary? I, yes.
3: Okay, go ahead. There, you still there?
1: I'm okay. still here.
3: All right, I'm thinking of taking some old music and writing lyrics to fit in where the words were. Take the, just the music itself, instrumental, maybe backups, if they, or, you know, if we can get it just right, and put in gospel lyrics.
0: Uh, Mm.
3: What what would you say? Is that would be decent if I would take some some
0: Elvis's? Good good question. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Mary, go ahead and comment on this. Thank you, buddy. But Christian lyrics to existing music.
1: Oh, I think Martin Luther did that, actually, uh, way back when. And John Newton did, too. That's right. So I think that's a great idea
0: yeah do you know some of our beloved uh hymns and and tunes that's right were you know some quote-unquote secular uh but buddy what a great sentiment hey i, I want to change gears for just a second if we may and i want you to really talk about danceawareness.com because folks um it does grieve our heart when we see children exploited children sexualized it's a hyper-sexualized culture and uh So what all do you do and what will people find if they go to your website, danceawareness.com?
1: Well, you know, we exist to educate and promote um, information with research so that caring adults uh, have uh, some tools to be able to educate their relational world, their families, uh, their neighbors, their churches about this issue. So you just go to danceawareness.com. We have hard copy research you can download and print but we have this ebook that i just mentioned we have a dance newsletter hey folks sign up for that it only comes three times a year it's written by dance educators like me Mm -hmm. and uh, national experts on uh, the outcomes that are harmful for children and we'll keep you updated on the issue Uh, We have Share Your Dance Story. We're putting together harmful dance stories of survivors that match the research. This is real folks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Children who were abused as children exposed to adult sexual material and who now have come out of that. And so we're trying to match that up. Uh, we um, we have PowerPoints, we have videos, we can have you share on social media, 30-second spots. We have it all set up for you so that you can educate yourself and at least five to ten people in your relational world. That's the challenge that yes. I give
0: people. And do you know what? I think it would be great for God to continue to grow this movement, to reach young people through the arts, but to do it in a God-honoring, healthy way. You know, we had a, a guest yeah. on yesterday talking about... Every moment of the day, how many thousands of of pornographic images are shared in America of children being exploited and abused in just unspeakable ways. And so, Mary, you're doing a great work. You really are. I, I want to say one last thing, and time fleets away. But when the church engages in the arts, mm-hmm. um, pray and strive to do it with, with excellence, mm-hmm. because um, mediocrity... Uh, is not piety is it Mm -hmm. there's nothing necessarily spiritual about doing things mediocre we we need to do what we do and do it with excellence don't we
1: and keep growing and learning
0: yeah yeah we really do um well i want to thank you um how can we be praying for you
1: You can be praying that God give me the wisdom to make the choices to grow this ministry. Uh, For your listeners, if anybody wants to volunteer, we have a volunteer drop-down on Dance Awareness. Mm. We need more boots on the ground.
0: Do do you have people networked like in every state or most states?
1: we're growing. Uh, I can't say that we have intentional people in every state. So we have to reach a lot more people because there's a low awareness and education on this issue.
0: Well, Mary Bowden, danceawareness.com. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for what you're doing for the body of Christ and everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bert Harper's coming up. We've got another big hour coming to you from the national religious broadcasters convention. Do pray for revival, pray for uh, God to work in this great conference. And, uh, Just for the people in the Ukraine, for our nation and our world, we can be the salt and light that people need, and God has called us to do it. Stay tuned. We're back after this.
2: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.